You have reached the Acevedos. We can't come to the phone right now because we're on our honeymoon. Right, Britt? The weather's here. Wish you were nice. So if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, we will get back to you as soon as possible. But until then, catch you later. Hey, hey, all you Finding Arizona lovers. This is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 210. Yes, as you heard, Brittany and I are on our vacation, on our honeymoon. We are enjoying uh, time together and quality time together and just really soaking in the place that we're going. I'm not going to divulge because I think Brittany is going to do a blog post on this. If anything, we will put out a video about our travel and our adventure together. So look out for that. Uh, So today, Today's episode is with Next Gen Partner Strategies. We want to say thank you to Eric for coming out to our studios, letting us know about his history with uh, payment and uh, the internet age and just overall his history with working with small businesses and then, you know, trying to help them in turn and doing all the things that he does with his business was so, so vastly interesting. And it's such a such an interesting way to go and look at payment history and payment collection and it's just like you know most times people frown like are just scared of it it's just something awkward and unusual to understand when it comes to having a business that is a part of this internet age and this internet um society so Eric tries to make it more of a family-friendly sort of situation and make it more down-to-earth, make it more palatable. So I encourage you guys to go check out his stuff. Everything's linked down below, as always. Uh, So that leads us into our business side. You can hear every episode that we put out called Finding Arizona Podcast at our website, www.findingarizonapodcast.com. You can also check out our blog and newsletter that's available. Brittany puts that together. She works very hard on that. Uh, The blog is more of the personal side and the newsletter will tell you what's been going on for the past week or two. So that will also lead you into our marketplace, which has uh, mugs, t-shirts. You can go pick out whatever you want. We will send it out to you guys with love and care, and you will have some merchandise that you can be proud of. On top of which, if you would like to support us, we do have opportunities for that. That is at patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast. There you will get all the lead ups, everything inside scoops, everything that you want to be a super fan there at patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast. And uh, on top of which we are going to be so happy to announce that we are just like going to be doing a lot more because we have put so much time into this home and the wedding that we are now available to do more opportunities we're very excited so look out for a lot more videos look out for a lot more content we are going to be blasting all of our new skills because we have been training very hard secretly behind the scenes on uh, new opportunities for ourselves so that is to be continued and we are going to then lead up to our community cork board my favorite part of the intro you can send your emails over to finding arizona podcast at gmail.com there we will set up a shout out for you like the following the first one i'm going to say is going to be a good one for all of you to check out if you're a lover of fall time hit the 2019 Arizona Fall Fest taking place over at Haynes Park at November 2nd from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yes, that's right. Local First puts on a wonderful fall festival that you can go check out 
um, some of the best local peeps around the area. I always love this because Local First is a friend of ours and they always know what's up around the community. And <clears throat> this is a cool little um, fall event for downtown Phoenix. There's gonna be over 200 vendors. There's gonna be three stages. So shout out to them for having such a cool event and go check it out. Next up, our friends over at Worth Takeaway do this every year, every Halloween time. They're turning their burger place, their uh, their restaurant into Jim Bob's Burgers. Yes, that's taking place Thursday, October 31st and Friday, November 1st. If you go over to their, uh, to their location at 218 West Main Street in Mesa, Arizona, you will be so delighted to see two wonderful people who love Bob's Burgers way too much, but I can't say, I mean, honestly, they love it so much that they pull it off every year. They do a wonderful time, a wonderful job putting it together, and the food's always great. So shout out to those guys. Jim Bob, you are a wonderful cook. There's going to be a Linda, a, Je a, Je a Jean, a Luis, all of it. And of course, Tina's going to be there. So guys, if you are a big fan of Bob's Burgers, I encourage you guys go to this place on uh thursday october 31st and then november 1st of course and get yourself some bob's jim bob's burgers next up is the sixth street market opening day and first sunday fitness this is taking place november 3rd sunday from 10 a.m to 3 p.m uh it's sixth street market which is 24th east sixth street in tempe arizona it's a marketplace that it's always a big, it gets bigger every year. Um, I swear this is going to be fun for everyone. Again, Arizona is the perfect time to do outdoor events in the fall time. I encourage you guys all to get out and enjoy yourselves. Next up, November 10th, the 10th annual Pie Social taking place at Haynes Park. You can get your tickets at uh, www.9lyondesign.com It is a pie social where you can get all your favorite pies. This has been going on for 10 years. And so uh, some of the best restaurants in the area put out their pies from Cordish Pasties to Joe Bot, uh, Social House Kitchen, Match Restaurant and Lounge, Cartel Coffee, Cotton Copper, Welcome Chicken and Donuts. Uh, Chelsea Johnston is going to be that head chef, uh, Hannibar Diner. So go out if you like pie. It's cool. Again, downtown event. What can what can hurt than to get some pie downtown? And uh, our next event is going to be because some of our friends are going to be at this conference. It's the Arizona Pinners Conference taking place Friday, November 8th and Saturday, November 9th. I encourage you guys, if you are a, a fan of Pinterest and you have some interest in wanting to become a fame or even someone who is better at pinning and doing Pinterest, this is the place to be at. Um, it's a very cool place that they fill up with. It's uh, the Westworld over in Scottsdale. That's 16601 North Pima Road, Scottsdale, Arizona. Get your tickets at azpinnersconference.com. Go over there to shop, learn, create, connect with pinners all throughout the valley. And it's gonna have 350 local shopping booths for you guys to enjoy, on top of which uh, over 100 classes are gonna take place at that event. So that is the Pinners Conference over at the West World of Scottsdale. Last but not least, this is a shout out. This is an event that's gonna be taking place a couple of weeks from now, November 30th, the Phoenix Flea Modern Market on Small Business Saturday. That is Saturday, November 30th from 10 a.m. to 
5 p.m. Uh, 113 North 6th Street, Phoenix, Arizona. We will be there. A lot of our friends will be there. We are going to be walking around, um, giving out uh, stickers if you guys want stickers. So if you guys see us there, one, say hi, hello, and we're going to be so excited to see you. Uh, tell us what you think about the podcast. Let us know. Uh, and then if you are a local business merchant or if you are there um, for your first time, please, if you want to be on the podcast that we put together every year for this, this is a local event and we want local uh, local people there. We want to interview you. We want just a quick two-minute session with you to let us know what you're about what you're doing that weekend and we just really want to let everyone know we're there for you guys so uh, i encourage you guys to enjoy this uh event this is going to be a fun one and i will catch you on the next intro when i come back from my honeymoon so thank you guys for listening this is episode 210 with next gen partner strategies thank you eric catch you on the next one what is it you do And why do you do it? Here at Finding Arizona Podcast, we love to showcase that. And so do our friends at Every Impression Counts. They offer free strategy consultations so you can envision the possibilities for your business or idea, such as websites, social media management, paid advertising like the top of Google, along with advertising on Facebook, Instagram, Snap, video production, photography, podcasting, SEO, blogging, analytics, and so much more. In today's world, it's never been so cost-effective to produce and distribute content with the tools that you have at your disposal. If you've ever thought, what if, just have a combo with my friends at Every Impression Counts. You can find them at eic.agency or check out what they're up to by following them on Instagram and Facebook at Every Impression Counts and tell them Finding Arizona Podcast sent you. Hey Arizona, did you know NextGen Partner Strategies offers full service business solutions for small and large Arizona companies, including payment processing, payroll protection, and telemedicine. You can call 888-680-4677 to find out just how business ownership got easier. Empowering Youth Therapy is a mental health private practice located in downtown Tempe, right off University and Mill. Founded by Holly Essler, a licensed clinical therapist, Holly provides individual therapy services for adults and adolescents ages 13 and up. Empowering Youth Therapy treats depression, anxiety, trauma, self-esteem, career and life changes, and the many challenges that life can bring in all stages of our lives. Holly provides in-person and online therapy to the residents of Arizona. Empowering Youth Therapy believes that it's okay to not be okay and is fully committed to ending the stigma that therapy is the last resort. You can contact Holly directly at 480-442-9089 or empoweringyoutherapy.com. Let's just do this. Welcome back, everybody, to the Finding Arizona podcast. I am your host, Jose. As always, every week, we bring in someone very special. Today is no different. 
Mr. I'm going to let you introduce yourself just because there is uh, there's a last name that I probably couldn't say very well. So I'm going to let you yep. take it from here. <laughs> uh, my my name is Eric Veraden. Oh, awesome. That, so, now I'm going to remember that from now. Right. I'm going to say it like 300 <laughs> <Everybody> times. <butchers laughs> uh, Eric, you are with Next Gen um, Strat Payment Strategies. Partner right? Strategies. Partner Correct. Strategies. Okay. So, um, first off, I always ask this of everyone. Can you give us a little bit of your origin story? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, uh, really where I, I guess where I'm from, mm -hmm. uh, where I grew up was Portland, Oregon. So that's where I was born and raised. Um, started, uh, in the, I guess, uh, in my sales career, I could start with that Yeah. as really when I was, uh, I think 18 years old, yeah. if I can recall right now, um, Long distance pl phone while, yeah. plans. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's funny. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I was uh, used to go door to door selling long distance services, uh, looking how? at uh, long distance statements and uh, saying, you know, showing how we could cut long distance costs. Um, what a different I, time, right? Yeah, <laughs> totally different. Now um, that you think about the entirety of like phone development and technology, <laughs> you're just like, what was I doing going door to door sales? Changed, <laughs> changed tons, just like our industry that yeah. uh, we'll talk about. But um, it did teach me uh, a very good lesson, and that was how to take rejection uh, going door to door to businesses. And so, uh, you know, I, I I wasn't completely turned off by it. I liked it, and I learned from it, and. Um, no, long story short, I, I put my started going through college, uh, put myself through two years of college, took business courses there in Portland. And then um, at the same time, I got into the credit card processing industry there. Yeah. Uh, when I was 22. I think it was 20. Yeah. So Again, it's, it's, been a, it's been a while. I'm trying to recall. What year that. was this? This was 2000. So yes. PayPal thing? No. Yes. Uh, they were just, I think it was just coming about, coming about? with eBay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, so. so the reason why I bring this up is to kind of, uh, you know, invent a history and kind of yeah. show and connect the lines because credit card payments, you know, as long as it's been established, credit card payments have kind of been a... Uh, merchant to merchant sort of deal early on mm -hmm. where the you know owner would take in credit you know you have a personal list and then they would allow you to buy whatever you need and then you would pay them back monthly whatever right. and that's kind of how it worked for centuries and centuries yep. now we move along technology has come about we start to get credit cards credit yep. you know bills things like that and the format has changed completely Yep. The I reason that's that's all I'm trying to build. Yeah, up and I here. can give you a quick, uh, real brief history lesson on uh, on the credit card. The first card was Diners Club. Wow, that was in 1950, 1951, nice. and a gentleman, uh, I think it was in New York, and he went to a restaurant didn't have money he pulled out a piece of i believe it was a piece of cardboard mm -hmm. and wrote his amount that he owed the owner on and came back and paid them uh later on with wow. credit and that's how the diners club was started which is still around but it's owned by mastercard now yeah so. <laughs> it's kind of crazy like how those early on stories like establish themselves and you kind of are in the mythos of whatever that that story is and was that something that intrigued you when you first got into the yeah. business yeah you know i I was actually, uh, I was brought into it and, you know, it, it, I kind of, in a sense, fell into it through mm -hmm. an old uh, high school friend of mine. Okay. And so he, he, uh, he was starting his own payment company in a sense. So I went to work for him. Um, we were an independent group 
that resold, you know, for Visa and MasterCard, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that still hasn't really changed the the format and the uh, how the um, the different players work. But what what happened was, you know, after about six months of working for him, um, you know, just from literally the the ground floor. I mean, going door to door still. So I was doing. Yeah. Virtually the same thing, except credit card processing versus phones service Save, sales. Yeah. But we're looking at statements from, you know, saying we can save them money. We're going from um, face-to-face to face now, to, point of, like, cold calls. And cold call, like but yeah. then we'd also start going face-to-face also after cold. It was, it was yeah. a mixture of both. Uh, but I learned how to... I learned the, the, the business very well, um, you know, the, the the different numbers that were associated with it, um, hired and developed my whole inside sales team basically on the phones. Yeah. And I uh, was running that. That's where I learned to do that. And then uh, started realizing that the back end company we were writing our business for mm-hmm. was based out of Texas. And uh they, they were doing some things that I came to realize not that we're not good. Um, uh, they're adding pieces of, you know, uh, pieces, pieces of paperwork to our contracts that we had these clients sign. And, uh, I came to realize this after six months. And so when we got calls and I said, what was going on? And long story short, I was out of that company within about a year total. So I worked for him for about a year. I left. And right after that, ironically, the parent company in Texas was raided and shut down by the FTC and everything else. So I was <laughs> wow. like, you know, I got out at the right time. <laughs> yeah. However, that the industry still stuck with me. There's a need for payments. So I went to work for JP Morgan Chase's Merchant Services mm-hmm. uh, Group in 2001, two now. Can I ask um, you really quick how yeah. your friend got out of that situation? Uh, he's He kept doing it for a while, and he started his own. It... Um, that it was it was an interesting scenario he's 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 uh he does you know uh, he does this thing still in the industry okay. but he moved yeah. on to different a different industry now but different uh, pastures different yes exactly <laughs> exactly so i i kept it going um and you know in 2001 2002 went to work for jp morgan chase night and day versus the company i had sure. worked for prior um but there were some negatives still there they were very slow moving at the time I mean, um, J.P. Morgan, when you hear something big, like that, that's a big, that's it is, a it is. mammoth. Like, of course, they're going to move in slow. It was very, very, very slow moving. Um, I did pick up positives from the first company I worked for mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and negatives, of course. Yeah. And I also had positives from the Chase experience. But I felt like I could do it better on my own, the way I sure. wanted to uh, bring it along and, and what some of the passions I had. And so um, I formed my own company in 2003. And then... Uh, the I should take a step back. Um, in 2001, when I got into the industry, I did take a couple trips out to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends moved out here, actually, or a couple of my friends. And so I went to visit them and also wanted to, after I was, you know, I was immersed in the credit card processing industry at that point, yeah. I started ha- yeah, started running appointments for myself while I was on quote-unquote vacation, mm-hmm. a work vacation, if you will. <laughs> yeah. um, and my first experience, I came out here around Thanksgiving in 2001, and it was actually sunny, so I, I liked it. <laughs> like, this is different. It's <laughs> yeah, not yeah, raining. It's, right it's not raining. You know, um, you, as everybody, well, not everybody may know, but Portland, Oregon does rain a lot, yeah. so it's very Got gray. Got short sleeves. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I, wasn't, <laughs> I did not pack for that, so um, I came out here and... So I was out here for a couple of weeks and in a sense did a, you know, ran a test market campaign. Okay. I, I liked the 
experience out here not only the weather but um i think it's a testament to the weather that people are slightly happier here than they were (laughs) where i was from um so i did that a few times up until 2003 started my own company and then came out here and knew this is where i wanted to be sure um and then you know i haven't looked back since so that's my trip to arizona and uh and then in you know oh three formed the uh you know old branded version nps and uh yeah, there's uh, no turning back. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, there's a couple of things I, I want to ask you, you know, as you were establishing, you know, doing those dry runs and kind of going through that. It's 2001, 2003. Now, most of us know that 2008 was the downfall. Did you realize or kind of had any inclinations of what was happening? Uh, we did. But what I like to call a recession proof industry. OK, um, we were still in the business and still are, you know, nobody wants to pay more than they have to, of course, for mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. And this is definitely one of the industries that that affects. Um, so a lot of clients, you know, current clients that we didn't have or merchants, you know, mm-hmm. other businesses that we were trying to get into and, and uh, solicit, they wanted to save money, yeah. especially during that time. And I can honestly say in 2007, 2008, 2009, those couple of years were some of our biggest producing years we've ever had. Got it. And I, I think imagine. that may be a reason. Yeah. Uh, it has to be a reason. I mean, so. it's a big, it's a big, well, if it's not the reason, it's a big chunk of yeah. the reason. Yeah. Um, the reason why I ask is just because, you know, just seeing the movie, like, you know, the big, uh, is it Big Short? Am I getting that right? The big, yeah. And yeah. Uh, just kind of understanding that there were guys out there who knew prior to, and there was a lot of guys in the, the industry who had inside information. Well, not inside, but like just could read the pages and see it coming. Um, you know, what I've always been interested is like, well, what did they do to kind of help them, you know, and what could they have done to help others? Like that sort of thing is always um, on my mind just because I just, you know, that know that that is a particular time of year where it's like, you know, being I graduated in 2013 with my master's. The re- main reason why I chose to go for my master's was the fact that I knew that there wasn't a lot of um, industry jobs waiting for me. So right. I, you know, gave myself a timeline before, you know, accepting the grad program. I was like, if I can find a job, I'll take it. But if I can't, I got to, you know, suck it up sure. and just, you know, go on to this next thing. Um, you know, it's always on my mind. Uh, the reason... I can now be uh, safe to say it's like, yeah, that was the right choice. It's just because where I am now, I mm-hmm. just have, it's just all unfolded the, the way that it has. It's just been so incredible. And I sure. can say that I didn't turn back and then didn't make the wrong decision. I just chose something that was functional and practical, I think, and just really yeah. worked out well in the end. And, and that's, you know, in a sense, very similar to myself and what, you know, what I did. I mean, it's, I knew that the payments industry wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. It was only going to grow. Yeah. I mean, credit cards are the, that's the main form of payment people use now. Yeah. Um, it's becoming a cashless society. This is what we do. And that aspect of our business is, uh, you know, quote unquote, a necessary evil, but mm-hmm. it is, uh, I, I knew there was always a place for it. Yeah. And again, like I said, continue to grow. Um, and that, 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 by, by staying in the industry, even through the hard times mm-hmm. where, you know, a lot of other businesses, you know, and, and personally too, I mean, it affected, you know, the housing market, of course, oh, yeah. uh, affected me personally as well at direct effect. Um, but business wise, it was, it were, there were a couple of our biggest years yeah. producing years. And yes, some of the credit card volumes went down with clients, but 
you know, there are other types of industries because we served every industry you can think of pretty yeah. much at that point. Um, and so some industries, people needed to use their credit card more. So they increased the volume, increased. some decreased. Yeah. But we boarded more business, a lot more business during that time. So it definitely, it, it really helped us out. That's awesome. And I hate to say it, you know, for everybody else. That, <laughs> for the situation. For at our hand. industry, it yeah. was very helpful. It, it really, it, it grew um, our business really awesome. quickly. Yeah. Um, one of the things that you had brought up was the name change and kind mm-hmm. of your establishment from one name to another. I kind of want to get into why you chose the name and, okay. you know, the the interpretation behind NextGen. Sure. Well, I, I feel like our industry, the payment space, is uh, is always looking for new technology. We're mm-hmm. always moving forward and trying to find the newest technology out there to not only process payments, but now versus years ago, you know, our industry, and we're, we're trying to find new ways for our clients to run their and manage their business, yeah. such as inventory management, uh, point of sale development, uh, customer tracking. Now, that didn't exist back in 2001 mm-hmm. for in our industry. Yeah. Um, I mean, heck, a lot of people are still on dial-up. You know, you're not going to get very quick internet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, nowadays, <laughs> it's completely different. There's so. a there's a point in my childhood where I was just staring at the AOL screen, watching it just slowly. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's running. Yeah, the man running. Very fast. Yeah, yeah. Those, so. <laughs> those subtle tones of the, the, the sound of it yeah. trying to connect is yes. just haunted me for many years. <laughs> yes, and all the credit card terminals <laughs> that we would sell back then were on phone lines, which were still very Whoa. slow. Cost more money. So it, they always had to get a phone line to run a credit card transaction, right? Or use the old paper knuckle buster and take it to Woo, the bank. Now, that the was knuckle buster. Call that's in. bringing yes. me back. <laughs> Jesus. That's a, that, that, uh, for those of you who have seen uh, Lo- uh, Home Alone Lost in New York, that's that <laughs> credit card yeah. slider thing that they use. Oh, yes. So, no, but, uh, you know, so, so Next Gen really tries to encompass the, the technology push in our industry, and not only that, but the other other services that we now are offering as of this year too, mm-hmm. such as uh, other business services, payroll, uh, insurance services, yeah. um, and even uh, you know telemedicine type of services, which may seem in left field for what we do, but it's a business service that we can offer for a business owner's employees. And it's at no cost to the employees. Absolutely. That's our goal. So it's really we're trying to encompass the next next generation of business solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have partnered with a few other close, you know, companies that I've vetted that are very close friends of mine, local in the in the sure. Phoenix, Arizona community. Awesome. Um, and that's why, hence the name Partner. And it's our strategy to put it all together and uh, mm-hmm. make the best plan for our clientele, if yeah. you will. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of where the name, that's where the name really stems uh, stems from. from. Um, and it, it, it doesn't focus as much on just, it doesn't scream credit card processing like Mm -hmm. our old national processing solutions name did, which was our old name that we had from 03 till, you know, 18 at the end of 18. So, um, there's a lot of things that you just threw on the table there and I want to pick at some of them. One of the ones that I want to pick at is um, the services that you provide. Now, most people would probably ask you, can you shell out and let, let us know what the services are? I am mm-hmm. more particular. What's your favorite and why you chose that particular service when you did? I, I mean, I have to, uh, by default, I have to say the credit card processing piece. Of course. Uh, because <laughs> I know the most. I mean, that's been yeah. our bread and butter for years. Absolutely. Um, but I think the most exciting new service that we offer 
is is really the telemedicine uh, prescription based sure. piece that we're doing right now. Okay. I, I'm 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 thrilled about it because I, I've used it myself personally. Nice. Um, and uh, can you kind of break down what that entails? And yeah. And so so there's almost two parts to it. The first part is we have. Uh, discounted prescription cards that we're giving out yep. for free to our clientele and new clientele, um, and also our one of our main targets are nonprofits that we're gonna we're gonna um, we're showing shelling this out to. Um, we can get into that in a second. Mm -hmm. Why we yeah. really work hand in hand with nonprofits too, um, but uh, you know the they they can give them out for free to you know their donor base, or mm -hmm. I can give them to you, and you can get forty to eighty percent off of. Uh, any prescription, most nice. prescriptions, I should say, in 65,000 pharmacies around the country. It doesn't incredible. cost you anything, and it will typically save between 40 to 80%. That's awesome. I mean, and people ask how. I mean, the markup on, as we know, on medications <laughs> is extremely high. Yes. So um, <laughs> they have room to wiggle in that regard. That's awesome. But then the telemedicine piece directly is, uh, and some of you may have heard of this already, but, you know, like a teledoctor service, you download the app, mm -hmm. you, it, the, the initial consultation is a screen share with uh, an ER uh, sir, or, uh, doctor. Yeah. And so it's basically during their t time off, if you will, but they make extra money doing this. Yeah. So <clears throat> they look at you face to face. That's your consultation. You, uh, the cost of the employer is uh, about 30, 30 to $4 a month, but is unlimited for mm -hmm. a family of four. Nice. So they can use as many times as they want. Kids yes. getting sick at school. Yep. Um, we know firsthand. And so you don't have to then call in sick to your job, mm -hmm. wait in your waiting room or the ER room for four hours. Yep. There's an ER doctor that can tell you if you actually need to go to the ER. A lot of times you don't and can prescribe you medication, general medication right there. And on you the, just over go the pick phone. it up yeah. over through the app, through the app you, or yeah. online. And you can go pick it up at your local pharmacy, use the discounted prescription card, and save up to 80%. I mean, Sweet. it's a win-win. Yes. So we're offering that for free, uh, the cards, uh, to business owners alike to pass down to their employees. That's awesome. And it's really a retention tool that Absolutely. they can utilize. And then, of course, we're going to talk about, at that point, some of the other services that we do offer, of course, yeah. that can help them out. So. Um, there is a level of like, you know, those who are skeptical out there and I want to kind of ask, you know, how is this possible? Is this a, uh, one of those friends that you've networked and met up with? And like you said, our local individuals here, businesses here, was that one of those companies? It was. Oh, awesome. It was. Absolutely. That is yeah. incredible. Another partner. That's really, that's really, really cool. Um, so you did br bring up the nonprofit side and mm. I, I want to get into it because we too, uh, are generally like we love having nonprofits. We've had ALS. We've had um, there's one in particular that uh, deals with food. That uh, the this, oh, why am I blanking on this name? Oh man, I'm so sorry. But it was like it's incredible to kind of see the the resilience, especially with um, a incredible partner like Local First. You mm -hmm. guys work with. Um, I've always been an advocate for nonprofits. And I've always tried to do my best to do what I can. Uh, can you guys give us a little bit of breakdown on what you guys provide? And yeah, you guys I, if, bring it? If, if, if you don't mind, I'll start with a why of why did we start doing this sure. and go yeah. into that uh, that industry, if you will, that, that niche market. We I, I'll go back to 2012, 2012. Um, you know, from the infancy of the company, the old NPS, 2003 to 2012. Yeah. Um, by that time, you know, we had traveled the country, uh, trained, hired, fired, 
it, I honestly just got burnt out. Yeah. I was burnt out. Um, my the merchant service industry is a commodity. I mean, we all know it is. Mm-hmm. Um, there, it's highly competitive. Um, oh, and yeah. so <laughs> highly competitive. <laughs> um, so by 2012, I was burnt out, and I was honestly thinking of a how you know I, I, I'm going to get out of the industry. Mm-hmm. I was just done. Mentally done. And so, and it affected me physically and just other things. I mean, we, we had built a great business, mm-hmm. but uh, it just, I just felt like I needed something else to do um, and wanted to get into something different. But, um, you know, it, it took a, took a hard look, close look at our surroundings and um, uh, a couple, one nonprofit, one or two nonprofits we had actually been talking to. Um, and uh, one of them was a, uh, uh, actually, it was a private school here in the mm-hmm. uh, Phoenix area. Um, their or organization, I wouldn't say they're a nonprofit, but they, uh, one of my sales agents at the time, he, his two children were there. And the first thing he said, Hey, you know, why don't we give, you know, a percentage back to the school if they mm-hmm. bring on their accounts? I said, Okay, let's try it out and sure. let's see. Let's, yeah. you know, it's cool to give back to a school. You know, let's, let's do that. Yeah. Help out the kids. And so, um, you know, we boarded all six of their accounts. They loved it. And every month, you know, we'd give them a check. Actually, at that point, I think it was every three months we'd do it, give back a check to the school. Um, And so that the program, that was kind of the idea that that push it forward Mm -hmm. started there in a sense. And then, you know, we opened up the floodgates a little bit and said, well, okay. Uh, that was that worked. That was that was cool. Yeah. Uh, whatever. And so, uh, you know, we we worked with uh, one or two other nonprofits uh, in the state and did virtually the same model. Um, but then we were going out to other for-profit businesses still mm-hmm. and saying, "Hey, if you uh, sign on with us, we'll donate back to this charitable organization." You know, and not everybody likes the same. Organization, right? Yeah, Yeah. you know, everyone's different. People like the dogs and cats. People like the children, the veterans. So we were trying to force one or two on everybody, Mm -hmm. Um, and most people just didn't care. To be brutally honest, yeah. Um, And you know, so I was still like, okay, you know, I like the the concept, but it's we have to diversify, diversify it a little bit. Um, And so then, you know, we we had met a few times and really wanted to open up the floodgates all the way, and so. Uh, we basically, in a nutshell, came up with a program that we're going to give back uh, a X percent to the nonprofit of the business owner's choice. So at first, um, you, I was skeptical of this. You know, after brainstorming it, I, I was, I'm always a skeptical person. Yeah. I'm also skeptical. Until I actually try it, use it, see it, feel it, touch it, make it work. Okay, now, now I, I, yeah. I believe in it. Um, but my, I guess my aha story or aha moment came when we we were in, uh, I took a sales agent out. We went to uh, Globe, Arizona. Yeah. Okay, on a test run for this this new program we had, a new way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we met with a little like a little dog shelter there. I mean, yeah. obviously, if you're familiar with Globe, Arizona. It's very small. And, yes, you know, there's a few streets with the businesses on them. Yeah, Main Street we were on actually. Uh, and then so I met with her. Um, she definitely needed some help for sure. Needed some some donations to, yeah. to keep it surviving. So we had a meeting right after that with a, a flower shop down the block, mm-hmm. and we signed on the flower shop. And then so we were saving them some money. But then our you know we let ask the the owner say hey who would you like to now use our gives program and donate to with 
20% of our profits. So it's mm-hmm. our profits now. Yeah. It doesn't cut into the merchant's profits. Yep. They're saving some money, and then we're giving back 20% of our profits on top of that back to their favorite charity. Well, she said... The dog shelter on the street. It's her <laughs> yeah. friend. Yeah. I said, you're kidding me. And we just came from that dog shelter. Yeah. Okay, that's really cool. Well, we're going to go back and we're going to talk to the dog shelter now and <laughs> let them know what just transpired here. Yeah. Okay, now, so we went back to the dog shelter and I told the, the lady that was running it and she started tearing up, gave Aww. me a hug. I started tearing up and I said, wow, this is cool. Yeah. Now, this is the feeling I want on every account that we signed up. Absolutely. And now that was my moment right there. I went back to the office. I'm like, the coolest thing just happened. You know, <laughs> yeah. Took a picture. You know, I, we just, we did that. I just wanted to do it with her because uh, it was our first, it was that first moment that I had. Yeah. So after that, going forward, I said, all right, I'm in, I'm sold. Let's do this. Yeah. And so from then on, um, you know, we've, we opened up the floodgates to our, every single client said, you know, it's an optional program, of course, Mm -hmm. but they can choose who they would like to donate to. If they don't have a charitable organization in mind, you know, on our application, there's five other ones, different uh, types of charitable organizations mm-hmm. that they can choose from if they'd like to, and yeah. then we'll donate back to. And then the last part of that is what's really cool about this program and super powerful is, as an example, we have a couple uh, sales agents in New York. Yeah. And this was a year and a half ago, two years ago. Um, the merchant, I think it was an auto shop owner, did not have a, a charitable organization in mind. And on the app, it had uh, a local charity that we have here. Mm-hmm. It was Helping Hands for Freedom, actually. And so this uh, this auto shop decided to choose them. And now every month, 20% of all of our next gen's gross profits are going back to this uh, organization here that supports the veterans. Yeah. And so we connected the two from a New York business giving back to an Arizona nonprofit nice. because of our program. And it's all electronic, and but we then give a checkout, mail a check every month yeah. to these nonprofits. And that, I felt, was super powerful, and that that's happened quite a bit. It's so incredible. I love how we can use a, a necessary evil again. I hate to say that word in this contest, but it's, it's the truth that we're using this uh, processing you know, this billion-dollar industry we're tapping into, mm-hmm. and we're able to do something good with it. It yeah. happens automatically now. So. Yeah. And you've, and, and you've made this kind of, you know, I hate to say backdoor experience, but it's like it's just incredible that you've been able to take something, look at it, you know, understand it, educate yourself on this process, on, you know, the, the levers and the pulleys that mm-hmm. make it go. Uh, you, you found a way to help your local community. And I think that's an incredible thing that you could have done and the fact that you found your way here in arizona has made me even more happy because that is definitely something that you you know you've affected this local community at its heart and at its root financially um is there a way for you to kind of express how you feel about this community um how you feel about the the general um kind of day-to-day thing that you do every day and just, you know, let people know how you feel about what you do. Well, uh, the community, I, I mean, I love, I love Arizona. Um, I'll always have a home here. I'll, I love it. Uh, that's why I haven't moved. And, you know, at this, at this point, I mean, it's, um, that's what's it's a great headquarters to be at. I mean, yeah. I love, it's, it's a good, I call it a good HQ. Uh, you know, there's the people, uh, it's very, uh, community that I love the communities here, uh, the different pockets you have. Um, 
And then, you know, when it comes to the business side of things, the partners I have met um, and just the business people I have met in, Mm -hmm. you know, the other entrepreneurs, it's very, I love the entrepreneurial spirit here in Phoenix, especially it's, it's great. What have you experienced? Um, there are some large organizations that have moved here and just some great uh, people want to support the local community in business and, 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 you know, partnering with other successful entrepreneurs. We can really, and we are making, you know, good things happen here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it, just the mindset is different than uh, any other mm-hmm. state I've been to, to be honest with you. Just the mindset. Yeah. yeah. And that's what we want to encourage here. We want to be able to say that, like, you know, at the end of the day, I hope that, you know, I'm doing, if I'm doing my job right, people still continue to feel that way about our community and, yeah. you know, feel like they're supported in some sort of fashion. And, and another p- point to make about owning a business, starting a business, if you're listening and you don't have a business, but you're, you have an idea, I, this is a great state to do that. Yeah, uh, it absolutely. really is. It, you know, the state doesn't make you jump through too many hoops to start a business. Yeah. Um, unlike uh, some other states that I know of, uh, okay. it can be very, very challenging. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's uh, this the mindset here. And you, you should if you have an idea in mind, go for it here. Um, and, you know, just just let your entrepreneurial spirit spirit out because it's it's a, it's mm-hmm. compared to a lot of other states. It's easier to start a business here okay. and be successful. Nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little bit more personal with you just sure. because I kind of want to understand the individual behind Next Gen and just kind of get to know you a little bit more fondly. Um, just because you have so many cool layers to you that you know you have this Oregon background, you have this generosity that you bring. How do you find balance for a career like this? I mean, um, I, like you said, it's competitive <laughs> and it's very stressful. There's a lot of it. Where do you find balance when you get home? I love spending time with family, my family, and then uh, one of my biggest passions is sports. Nice. I love sports. I love the outdoors. Are you a Seattle fan? No. Okay, no. good. I'm not going to mention who I am on this podcast. Half the listeners may hang up. But. <laughs> hey, if they didn't want to be, invo- be involved in this, then let it be. <laughs> but are you, uh, you know, you are a big sports fan. Yeah, do you yeah. get to go and tailgate and do all yeah, the kind of like fun little sports yeah, things? Yeah, and I, I go actually... Um, but, you know, it's it's not in Arizona. I do it here, too. But, uh, you know, I, lo- I love every sport. I love, you know, if there's, um, heck, we were just watching, you know, hockey on TV last night. I, oh, you so know, you're I, a hockey any, fan. I actually am a, a football first. First football basketball. first, okay. My, my girlfriend's a huge hockey fan. Uh, so. See, Brittany so, is a big it, hockey. I just love sports. Love yeah. sports. So, you know, if they, it doesn't really matter, I'll watch it. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll let I'll you know. It. She's a big Chicago fan. So, okay. Uh, yeah. She's right. Everything like Blackhawks, Cubs, Bears, yeah. name it. It's the, it's basically Chicago. All okay. Way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, we, uh, you know, I actually, it's the funny story real quick. So I met my girlfriend at a, uh, a, a football tailgate out of nice. state years ago. So, uh, it's interesting how that all, <laughs> how it all plays out. Together. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> um, is there, I mean, for you, like, you know, as you, as you continue forward with this business, is there a way for you to kind of educate yourself to kind of hone your craft in the sense that, you know, you're not going too far down the rabbit hole and getting too competitive and just losing sight of your generosity. And is there a way that you kind of keep yourself grounded? You know, I, I think with our, I should say company first, you know, with our, our business model, um, the team that we have, uh, at the office mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we have support around, around the country as well with our sales, some of our independent sales offices that sure. we have. Um, 
you know, not I'd say the majority of our clientele appreciates the service, the level of service that we offer mm-hmm. uh, versus, you know, you know, the big name PayPal out there, right? You're yeah. not going to get PayPal's uh, sales reps coming to your door or, you know, owner. You're not going to talk to the owner. Yeah. Um, you can talk to me. You can talk to us. Yeah. Um, heck, I give up my cell phone number all the time. So, <laughs> I mean, if there's a problem, just let us know. Yeah, and absolutely. We're going we're gonna to take care of that. So uh, while, you know, it, being competitive, yes, um, it's, I mean, I'm naturally just competitive, <laughs> but, you know, with the sense of uh, compassion. competitive <laughs> with compassion. I like yeah. that. No, that. So, um and just, but we still have to stay on top of what's what's happening in the industry. Um, yeah, absolutely. And uh, again, technology offer the offer the newest technology. Be the forefront. Um, the best, yeah, absolutely, the best technology out there that we can find, um, while servicing and supporting our clientele at a very fair price. So, absolutely, I like that. Yeah. Um, we do have a section of our podcast called Brittany's Big Question. Okay. And so Brittany's going to come and join in on us. Please welcome <laughs> Brittany Johnson. F- Soon to be Acevedo <laughs> to the microphone. <laughs> um, this is kind of, it's generic, but I feel like your answer will not be because you're such a unique individual. What's one thing or a few things that would stand out about like you working with you personally versus thousands of other people that can do what you guys do? Because just sitting in here and being yeah. involved and working like with your team, like behind yeah. the scenes, I'm like, yeah. you guys are awesome. You guys are on it. Like, yeah. why wouldn't someone want to work with you? But like, what do you feel like you guys stand out? I mean, you know, we all have our, in my office is, you know, we, we have very unique personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're all, we're all honest people, uh, want to take care of our clients, but we also want to have a good time doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I, I used to think that, and our industry used, and it still is, it has a stigma about it where, you know, you're talking, you're dealing with a, you know, a, I'm just saying a bunch of old men in suits mm-hmm. in a high rise that you never <laughs> talk to, you yeah. never see, mm-hmm. stuffy bankers. Yeah. That's somewhat of a stigma still in our industry. Mm-hmm. That's not us. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we, you know, we've definitely evolved from that mindset. Um, you know, we want to go out, we want to do, we're going to be part of your community. We're going to do what I like to do too, is go to fundraisers. We like to volunteer in the community. Yeah. So, um, we're looking for, uh, volunteer opportunities right now. Again, awesome. Um, especially coming up with, you know, the galas that are happening at the end of the year, November, Mm -hmm. December, big time for the push of nonprofits. And so we want to help out and volunteer bring the team along. Mm-hmm. Um, they can all meet us. They can see us. We're going to help them run yeah. processing transactions if they like, you know, so we, we do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, have you heard about Arizona give back day? Yes. Arizona yes. gives. Yeah. Arizona April? gives. Yeah. yeah. April. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. How, yeah. how involved are you guys with that? Uh, we definitely are involved. Uh, we partnered with the Alliance of Arizona nonprofits years ago. Oh, wow. Awesome. So we are there, one of their partners and their, uh, preferred processing partner oh, on their sweet. website as well. So That's yeah, awesome. we a lot of the you know you mentioned local first alliance of nonprofits. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a uh, a strong connection between a lot of these groups, and those yeah. are two of them that are they work well with each other. That's awesome, um, yeah. and we work with both of them. Um, they're very. Yeah, they, we all have it seems like this very same similar mindsets. Good in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So to answer your question, we're you know we're. We're normal, you know, we're going to be <laughs> Every who we are. <laughs> if you don't like us, you don't like us. But, you know, we find that the majority of people do. If you don't, that's, that's fine. But, that's awesome. you know, we'll still, we will definitely take care of, uh, 
you know, we we're we're professional, uh, but we like to have a good time doing it. But Sweet. we're also gonna always gonna get business done first. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the end is coming near to this episode, but I always kind of ask the last kind of questions are the future stuff. You know, what are some of the goals for you and your business 10 years, 15 years down the road? Jeez. Well, you know, I'd like to, uh, with our rebrand this year, um, I'd really like to be able to see next year, I'd say, um, you know, 20, 2020. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's still kind of crazy to say that. that yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's still 2019. I mean, beginning of 2019, but it's not. Yeah. Uh, I'd really like to see more of a push on bundling our products with companies and be able to help out uh, business owners, small to large companies. We deal with them all. Mm-hmm. Um, really bundle their services and make it a lot easier, I'd say, for contact points you know one point of contact mm-hmm. for multiple services that's that's been our we've 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 evolved into that this year and then i'd say next year we're really we're ramping up and we're really going to push it a lot more and i'd love to nice. see us help be able to help the owner out because you know when you have you need all of these services you just mm-hmm. typically people deal with you know business owners are going to deal with multiple vendors um you know which i know from a stand, my standpoint you know, when I have to call the phone company and then after this, this and this, and I have five points of contact for different companies and I'm waiting on hold for 45 minutes, that's a really bad morning for me. <laughs> yep. I'm already irritated <laughs> by, you know, 11 a.m. Yeah. So um, if you could have one point of contact that can do the dirty work for you and and get your answers for you yeah. and fix the problem when they occur, because they do in our mm-hmm. industries, uh, that's where I'd like to see us. Um, you know, we're, I think we're going to have some immense growth, uh, come next year and the next, mm-hmm. next few years. I really do. Yeah. Um, because there's, you know, it's time. And I'd like to think of us as, you know, a company that, uh, you know, one of the, the initiators of this, um, you know, at least offering multiple services and not just one service. Yeah. Um, because I'd like to, you know, you know, have our, it, it's, it's, have our hand out to be able to help more people. And yeah. honestly, the, all these services bring more of a give back to the community. Yes. So they all go back into the gives program that we mm-hmm. have, the next gen gives program. So um, I'd like to see our business grow. And then in turn, the donations grow. I mean, we've already since 13, we have already donated over 400,000 since then. Ooh, so I love that. love that. I think we can, I like, I really am confident we can more than double that in the next couple of years. Absolutely. So with our growth and different products. Very, that we're very encouraging. So, yeah. Um, one of the other things I would like to ask you is emerging technologies. Is there other services or anything that you see that might be coming up, especially with New technologies like I know uh, drones are going to be a big thing with delivery and things like that. There is AR, VR. There are a lot of technologies that are still in its infancies. Do you kind of do you can you see certain trends or anything that you that are coming up? Jeez, I, I you know, I have to be honest. I, I, I we have a great um, product development team and, you know, our some of our partners mm-hmm. Um you know, I really leave it up to them to, okay. to yeah. make that happen. But I can see, I mean, just with how, how technology has grown in leaps and bounds in the yeah. last few years, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if, you know, I mean, heck, you know, 
I retina technology now. Yes. You know, you can open up your phone with your the eye. Face, I mean, yeah, yeah. Facial Open, recognition, yeah, whatever exactly. it is, you know. And so um, thumbprint technology, um, you know, they are, yeah, I, I can see the world changing again in the next few years. Yeah. You know, with, you know, all the, um, the technology and all the, <laughs> the, te- the, the techs out there for sure. I always hate to be negative, but you know, I just heard this today in some form or fashion in the podcast. It was like all of this, the idea of finance and the world of finance is under the category of, we all agree upon this paper money, this paper material equaling something that we all agree upon will give us a product that construct goes down i just like do you ever think about that sort of thing does that ever scare you or worry you those kind of like doomsday scenarios uh yes it's definitely crossed my mind um but uh i you can only live in the now right (laughs) yeah it's just uh I, I, who knows? I, I really, I yeah, I, I really don't know. <laughs> I, what's I like to leave happen. the last <laughs> bit of it. This kind of like ending question of doom and peril. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I I really do appreciate you coming yeah, in. Yeah, absolutely. Because, um, there's a lot of scariness when it comes to the finance world, and to have a friendly face, a friendly voice, and someone who truly cares about the yeah. community and smaller small business owners yeah. um, is really encouraging for me to you know be able to tell someone. It's okay to have your own business. It's okay to, you know, rely on someone else to, you know, help you financially in these different avenues and, and resources. And even if, you know, I, I want to mention this, I think it's extremely important, you know, especially for the small business owner, uh, because they usually wear multiple hats mm-hmm. in, in their company, um, especially the startups. Uh, you know, even if we are not your provider for these services, yeah. I'm more than happy to at least guide you in the right direction. Awesome. Teach you, give you some education, um, you know, on the credit card processing side. It's not easy. It's not um, straightforward Absolutely. a lot of the time. Uh, it is complex. And I can definitely, my 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 team and I can, and we're more than happy to help out and at least give you an education on what to look for, what not to look for. We also, I also do another piece um, uh, that we we talk about. I've done some webinars. It's called C- Credit Card Processing 101. Nice. Uh, maybe at another time we can get into that. Hell but it yeah. gives it talks You're- about the players of the industry, the the three key players, if you will, and how they all work together, the why and what they do, and 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 what to look for. And so you know that's about an hour long. Where's that uh, available? Um, it's I have it at, at the office. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've done okay. it. I've just I've done it on some. Uh, um, you know, in fact, some personal projects yeah, yeah, you're throwing yeah. out there. So, I love yeah, that, so Eric. We, so uh, maybe maybe at a later date we can. Dude, uh, throw you're that more together, than so. welcome back anytime. Please, <laughs> yeah. like honestly, let us be the open door to help you get your voice out because, uh, like, really, that in itself has been a crux of mine. I, you know, I'm not the greatest with finance. That's why I leave a lot of it to Brittany. Sure, yeah. But um, you know, the the fact that you are willing to not only share your knowledge but also help others to guide them in the path that needs, you know, that can be scary. So, you know, I failed and I speak from personal experience. Uh, I failed many times in just in business, which we didn't talk about, you know, the, the, there's been a lot of failures that I've had that I've learned to not do that again. Mm -hmm. And let's take a different route this time. And that's, but that failure is a part of, 
um, success. I mean, it really is. You have to fail, otherwise you're just really lucky. (laughs) Very, very lucky. Really lucky. But failure teaches you that just don't give up. If you fail, just figure it out. Figure out the right way to do it, a different way to do it, if you will. And, uh, you know, more or less, more often than not, you'll, you'll find the successful path. Nice. So... Yeah. Well, thank you again for yeah. coming in. Uh, before we go, we leave it to you to let everyone know where they can find you, um, your social media handle, website, uh, everything and anything. <laughs> NPSAZ.com. That's the... Sorry, I, I I don't even know our own social media. I'm that is okay. I mean, do you want me to kick it to her? Because she's in the room. I, mean, I may have media. to. Yeah, that's okay. Can we introduce you, Taylor? Yeah, Taylor, come right. on come on up to the mic because you have to be introduced. Taylor. Hello. Hello, Taylor. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you again for setting this up oh, and absolutely. just sitting in with us. Thank you guys for having us. And now with your expansive knowledge of what's going on, please let us know where we can find so you guys. So you can find us on social media at NPSAZ. That's our our handle and our website is www.nextstrategy.net. That's N-E-X Next. strategy, S-T-R-A-T-E-G-Y.net. <laughs> Everything sounds very cool. And like, I am super excited to like get to know you guys a little bit more and hopefully we can work on something together down the road. Uh, if there's anything that we can do for you, if that's just being a resource or anything, let us know. Absolutely. And uh, you can also... Um, our email to our office as well to come to my our, our uh, company email is info info at npsaz.com we'll be happy to answer any of your questions uh, or look us up online and uh, give us a ring awesome Definitely love to hear from you beautiful ladies and gentlemen before we go you can hear every episode of our podcast at finding arizona podcast.com we do have social media that's under facebook twitter instagram all under finding arizona podcast last but not least we do have a bonus content over at patreon.com slash finding arizona podcast 50 questions that we call fine examination they're all rapid fire and eric here is going to be going through that gauntlet right after this so please join us and help us get to a little bit better of more of establishment so that we can get some funds to help us travel do more content and be more experiential with everyone who comes in here so that's only available at finding arizona podcast.com thank you again guys see you on the next one